Welcome back to Views from Third Man. For those of you who are first-time listeners, this is a cricket podcast where we look at the events in world cricket and try to analyze them from a fan's point of view. Now, fans of the game look for entertainment in the sport, and there's two different kinds of entertainment. One is T20 cricket and one is one-day cricket in limited overs at least. And there's a recent fear that there's going to be a T20ization of one-day cricket where one-day cricket and cricket is a sport actually is supposed to be about the ball posing questions and the bat seeking to answer them because the only constant contest in cricket is that between bat and ball right but in t20 cricket t20 cricket from a financial point of view is marketed as sixes fours wickets sixes fours wickets and there's a fear that that's happening to one-day cricket and that was best described by this india australia series it was an incredibly high scoring series and if you just look at the scorecards of the games the first game read australia 374 for 6 after their 50 overs india 308 for 8 then the second game even more dramatic australia 389 for 4 and india 338 for 9 in fact in the second game the game really wasn't over until the last 5 overs when india needed 80 of the last 5 and even then zavinder jadeja was able to come out and get 27 28 runs with just 10 balls and almost bring india back into the game and there's two reasons for this and there's two main causes about this t20ization of one day cricket because yes it's box office but in the end you want to see that contest and that contest is what players and fans both watch and play the game for so this t20ization of one day cricket is because of two main factors and the first is the actual ball the white kookaburra ball used in england in australia in south africa does not move at all In fact if you look at that ball for long enough after the while it's almost as if the seam disappears because that seam has been so depressed into the ball that it offers zero swing whatsoever for the fast bowlers and with two new balls reverse swing has been out of the out of the equation for the very long time so therefore as a bowler in flat conditions like in sydney where there's no wind movement you're getting nothing from the surface you can either bowl faster or you can bowl slower and as batsmen in england like jason joyner in south africa and australia like quinton de kock and david warner have shown the faster it comes the faster it goes it goes but bowlers so therefore bowlers have no option but to bowl slower but look what happened to jaspreet bumrah one of the best bowlers in the world in the first two games he didn't pick up a single wicket and went for the heap load of runs even more dramatic than that mitchell stark the best one day international bowler in the last two world cups getting 20 plus wickets in both world cups the pinnacle of world cricket went for an economy of about 8 and over and that's because of one thing it tells you one major thing the people who make the white kookaburra ball are all batsmen and they were sent to the earth the knock bowlers out of the equation and say cricket is a game where we walk to the ground and we argue about whose bat is bigger who can hit more runs who can score more and that becomes once again a wickets for sixes wickets for sixes kind of equation which in t20 cricket works because t20 cricket is supposed to be box office it's supposed to be pure entertainment and fun for 20 for 40 overs but when that happens over 100 overs after the while the contest between bat and ball goes away and that was best illustrated or the importance of this contest was best shown in the third one day international about the way momentum shifted 
from India to Australia, almost like a pendulum, where would where it was periodically moving from India to Australia. India started the innings with the with the wicket of Shikhar Dhawan, but then Virat Kohli and Shubman Gill pulled things back. Virat Kohli and sorry, um, Shubman Gill pulled things back together. Then Gill got out by an absolute peach from Ashton Agal. And then Shreya Sayyad came in. He was also quickly dismissed. KL Rahul too was quickly dismissed. But it felt like Kohli was holding everything together. And then after the wicket of Virat Kohli, which was a very, very smart DRS decision taken by Alan Finch, it felt like all hope was lost. And then my player of the series, Hardik Pandya and Zavindra Jadeja, the two all-rounders in the Indian team, came in and put up 150 or 140 runs in the last 15 overs to push India to 302. Not a match-winning total, but something to play with. Then the Australian chase began and Jaspreet Bumrah comes into bowl. Now, Bumrah had had a horrible series as seen before and what the numbers say. He hasn't had a good 2020 and with the and with the Kukabura ball in those flat Sydney conditions where players like Steve Smith, David Warner, Glenn Maxwell were able to dominate bowlers like it was almost child's play. He hadn't had a good series and he comes in and he bowls one of the most magnificent starting spells you will ever see. He gets Labushasin, he gets, sorry, I've never figured out how to pronounce his name. He gets Manas out and um, after that, Steve Smith goes to Shardul Thakur, Natarajan gets wickets, Kuldeep Yadav gets wickets, Jadeja gets wickets, and after Finch goes, much like after Kohli got out in the first innings, it felt like all hope was lost for Australia. Then Glenn Maxwell and Alex Carey uh, sort of pick up the pieces and stitch together a partnership that could actually take Australia to clean sweeping the series 3-0. And up until the last five overs, where Australia needed... 34 runs of the last 30 balls, almost as if the game was theirs. Bumrah gets Maxwell with a Yorker and that's when the game shifts. But to think, across the 100 overs of the last ODI, for, 90, for 95 of the overs, one did not know in which direction the match was going to go. And that's what made it such an interesting game. And we need more games like this because 350, 360 plus games where it's bat versus bat and sixes, fours, wickets, sixes, fours, wickets. After the while, it becomes very boring. And the best games, in my opinion, are 280 to 320 games where there's something in it for the bowlers and something in it for the batsmen. And therefore, that contest of the ball posing questions and the bat seeking to answer them is held together and maintained.